Welcome back to the show, ladies and gents. I am one of your co-hosts, Tiffany E. And on behalf of Alexis and Nicole, welcome back to the show. Today's episode is going to be a difficult episode because we're focusing on the recent events of police brutality in this country. From George Floyd, the most recent person to be murdered at the hands of police, to Breonna Taylor, who was shot 20 plus times in her own home. Her boyfriend was then arrested and released after he was just defending his home. Not to mention it was the wrong house the police had entered illegally. To Ahmaud Arbery, who recently died at the hands of two former cops who just thought that he was robbing houses simply because he was African-American and fit the description. As a podcast, we tend to focus on the wrestling community, but in our lives, we cannot ignore what has happened in this country for the last couple of months. We needed to say something, and because we have a place to do that, we decided to use our podcast to do that. We also are going to talk about the wrestlers who spoke out, those who have been standing up for all of us, and even some that we've criticized in the past have come out and spoken in glowing terms of Black Lives Matter and taken the heat that comes with saying Black Lives Matter. And we're also going to talk about those who've decided to take the easier route and not stand for Black Lives Matter. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and try not to be too close-minded when you listen. We're not trying to alienate our audience or take anybody out of listening to our podcast. But what we have to make you understand is that we are directly affected by what we have seen. It's traumatizing. It hurts. And it's painful to know that if we walk outside our homes, that we may not make it back. And every day that we get... It amps the fear. Try to think about that when you're listening to this episode and understand where we're coming from. I hope you guys enjoy this episode of Down for the Count. Ladies and gentlemen, to um, episode um, 5,600. Um, coming to you from semi-quarantine, which everyone should be quarantining if they don't have to go to work, and or social distancing. I know right now is really messed up, but please wear masks while you're out in public. Don't be one of those people. But besides Agreed. that, um, I'm Nicole, and with me are Tiffany and Alexis. Hello! Okay, and then for today, we have a pretty loaded episode. Oh, yeah. So, there's a few things at work. So, our first topic that we should probably go over since it's going to be the thing. So, it's going to tie into, all obviously, the wrestling. The wrestlers, rather. Is um, obviously with everything going on with George Floyd and Breonna Tyler and everything else. That's um, basically our social unrest that we have right now, um, especially like with the Black Lives Matter movement and the president and all that terrible stuff. But 
some of the good things that's come out of this is um, some of our favorite wrestlers, some of your favorite wrestlers have and have not (laughs) have been tweeting in support. So we're just going to kind of get into that a little bit. Yeah, they, um, for the most part, every wrestler has been, um, in support of it. Titus O'Neil had, like, um, I think it was some type of town hall or something where he was speaking about it, and Stephanie McMahon was, um, bigging him up on social media. There have been, um, what's his name? I can't think of his name. I'm gonna find it. Um, the wrestler that um, is wrestling, Joey Ryan, he wrestles for TNA. And early on, when before the rioting, the looting, and the protests, he basically just tweeted, if you're an African-American wrestler and you're being told that vocalizing your support of Black Lives Matter will cost you bookings, please contact me directly when at bar wrestling is up and regular and running regular again. And he said he'll help you out with getting bookings. So the superstars of all wrestling promotions are helping each other out, especially supporting African-American wrestlers because supporting Black Lives Matter can be detrimental if there is a booker who doesn't agree with Black Lives Matter. So big out shout out to Joey Ryan for that because in all honesty, he didn't have to do that, but he did it because he knows that it's the right thing to do. And that also helps keep food on the table for superstars who may not get work due to support of Black Lives Matter. As in conjunction with Joey Ryan, somebody who's very, very vocal on social media about this is Summer Rae. Now, if you don't know who Summer Rae is, she used to wrestle in WWE. Her real name is Danielle Monette, I want to say, if I said I it think, wrong. I think that's how you say it. Summer Rae has been very vocal on social media about this. And it's she's been going hard. Yes, since she has. This went down. And I, out of all of WWE former and current superstars, she's been the most vocal. We're going to get to the people who need to get a a chunk taken out of their ass in a minute. But right now, you got to big up the people who've been opening their mouths and been saying stuff about it. So, for Summer Rae, she came in and she's been going at it. Like, she's got a Twitter a mile long just going in she's on instagram she's got a big post on instagram and she's just like her first tweet she said if it blows my mind that this could be a politically split issue this isn't about politics this isn't a blue or red thing this is a human life thing we cannot afford to be normally morally split on fighting racism and corrupt institutions And one thing she said that I truly, truly agree with is she said to see the work that Titus O'Neil is doing and the voice that Naomi has had and see that there are some people that shared the locker room with them and have said nothing disgusts me to no end. To smile in your friend's face when it comes time to not have their back. I was like, "Mm, sis got a point. I mean... If y'all cool, now, I will say this. If you're going to play devil's advocate, the truth of the matter is they could be supporting them behind the scenes. 
And everybody is not always going to be vocal on social media. However, in this case, there's a man who died on camera, and I am 90% sure that everybody has seen it. Whether it's in clips or in full, everybody has seen this. So it would be just just hearing you support the, the, the movement in its entirety is better than not saying anything at all because in your silence, you are complicit. So I get where she's coming from. Um, <clears throat> you got to give... Um, who else do we need to shout out for that? Um, um, who was AJ, AJ Gray, um, Shug, um, Faye Jackson, a lot of the indie workers who, especially black indie workers, um, mm-hmm. Chris Bay, um, those are the people that we have to really make sure we support with this is over because this these are the ones who will can potentially be hurt by not getting booking. Correct. Right. Now, um, another WWE superstar, Montez Ford has a um, link. So if you don't understand or you want to learn and you want to be informed, then you need to go to thecultureconnection.org. And that explains everything for you. Black Lives Matter. It helps you understand um, the situation with George Floyd, his GoFundMe is there. They have a foundation getting ready to be set up there. There's all types of information a part of the cultureconnection.org. I highly recommend that if you are an ally or even if you support Black Lives Matter and you are a person of color or you're just African-American, you need to go to that website and check it out because you will get more information about everything that's going on. And it's very well written. Like everything is set up for you to look at. If you want to go to specific things, you can go there. I highly recommend that you do that. Um <clears throat> Bianca shared that on her page, and Paige has also been very vocal on social media about this, and I gotta say, I give Paige a lot of shit about a lot of things, and I'm probably gonna do it again when some shit pop off <laughs> later on, but yeah. in re- in the reality of it all, that that right there, she got my respect for that, because again, it's like, I don't expect a lot from a lot of people. So when somebody steps up and says something, whether it's small or big, she went in and she was going at people. People was coming at her neck. Oh, you saying Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter. And she's like, no, right now, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Black Lives because they're the ones dying in the street. So shout out to Paige because she... She went in and she going hard, and I can't do nothing but respect her for that. And she Kim, don't put a muzzle on her boyfriend, so he ain't out here saying nothing stupid. So, good job. about some of the old part? Um, anybody else surprised about fucking Randy Orton finally, like, waking up a little bit? I was very shocked. Put out? Randy Orton and everybody's something. been making a joke. I really want to know who talked to Randy Orton because that's something like, and like he said that he had to learn that. So I want to know who talked to him. It so was probably some like Titus. 
it was probably someone like Titus. I think or, it's either Titus or people. some people were saying Darren Young, because I guess oh. him and his wife are really good friends with um, him and Kim. Hmm. Somebody. I don't know who talked to Randy, who talked to Randy but kudos. Oh, maybe it was Titus. You know, Titus back there, Titus a good dude. And you know, Titus talked to a lot of people, so it could have been Titus that got them together. Yeah. And to also piggyback off of Tiff, and this is probably the only thing I'll say about this, and you go, Alexis. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of certain stars, I let not say anything because I know that they're doing stuff in behind the scenes in the background. And two of Mm -hmm. these people are this is going to sound shocking, is Daniel Bryan yeah. and Seth Rollins. Yep. Really? Yes. They, um, Seth donated a few years ago to Black Lives Matter and people mm-hmm. didn't know until they saw his name. Oh, wow. Same thing with oh. Daniel Bryan. Because oh, the one thing about Seth, Seth, do- Seth doesn't look like what his real name is. No, yeah, that never clicked for people, so he gets away with doing a lot of stuff anonymously. Now, I did know that Seth supported Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I was aware of that. That's why I didn't say anything about Rollins. I knew that because he tweeted it out. I believe it was a couple years back when we had a situation. I don't remember. It was something, and he yeah. tweeted out Black Lives Matter then and I remember it and I so I knew that he supported it so I wasn't worried about Seth but Charlotte tweeted about it Naomi has tweeted about it majority of the people that you expect to tweet about this or to say something they have said something all of them so Mm -hmm. I'm Um, I'm I'm very very glad that they did JJ in the house ever again Fuck okay. JJ. Wait, wait, we got to let Alexis Alexis was next. Uh, how <laughs> was he? Wait. But wait, 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 wait. Must... So do you have anybody that you need to big up first before you start going in? Because we got to um, explain why you mad. Okay, no, no, no. Like, okay, so like, I also just like, big shout out to fucking Jim Ross. For his tweet, like yeah. the way he was like, like, he he came out and he said Black Lives Matter, and they're just like, someone's like, I'm disgusted with the way what the pronouns used for Sunny Kiss, and this motherfucker came back, and this was like the savage Jim Ross from back in the day, and he's like, Sunny Kiss has has, uh, he said like Sunny Kiss has let me know that he considers himself non-binary, so shut the fuck up, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. I was like. It's like JR. Well, I okay. mean, Sunny Kiss is non binary. And that. He identifies, he uses both pronouns, so he doesn't have an issue with it. So I saw some, he answered somebody on Twitter who asked him that. Because yeah. I was following Sunny Kiss then. And he told them then that he was non binary. So that that's why I kind of got off JR's ass a little bit when he would. You know, talk about Sunny because yeah. he he had already you know established what he wanted to be um, identified as. So I was like, okay, 
Boss, you cool on that front. But yeah. I don't pay I don't pay attention to commentary when I watch AEW, so I never noticed it. But like the way JR came back at him, no, because the whole thing started was because Mayor Jacobs, aka Kane, mm-hmm. um, put out a tweet and he was saying, um, you know, submit like basically this is submission hold that should never be done. But like basically he was just coming for the guy, like from like wrestler point of view, talking about submission said, holds. He said when the dude says I can't breathe, you get up. Right. He said you get and, up, and he was like, he didn't get up. He did that. He said when you do that, it's intentional, right? And I was like, he got a fucking point. I mean, Kane is Black Lives Matter. Suck on that, rednecks. I hope that makes you mad. Um, <laughs> same with same with the people at Jr. That shit sucks. That shit shocked yeah. me. Yeah. Almost. Yes. That Randy tripped me out. That fucked up my whole day. That really fucked up my whole day. I was so surprised. Nicole sends the picture to us and she's like, the simulation is broken. Alexis, you get your salt. Like, you should. Is this fucking real? Like, is this for real? Like, I actually had to go on his Twitter and make sure, ensure as shit, it was there. I was like, Because y'all put those fucking brooms. Uh, <laughs> the goddamn brooms. Now you guys had a fucked up Rick and Morty hell dimension. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. had a fuck with the hoodoo voodoo shit when you weren't supposed to be fucking with it. And now look what happened. We got fucking coronavirus. We got goddamn murder hornets. Like, this is all y'all's fault. I'm blaming y'all for this. Yeah. But on the same spectrum, because okay. I mean, like, oh, when you have old school I just want to say this. When you have old school wrestling guys coming out and saying this, like, you know, getting behind this movement, that's amazing. Because these guys, these older guys, they have seen the crap that black athletes have gone through, or not just black athletes, every athlete that's not white, they've seen what they've gone through and they're tired of it and they want to, and they want to support them because, you know, some of them aren't here to stand up for themselves. So they need to be them out. They need to be here for the people who can't be here. So I'm seeing this and I'm like, you guys aren't all racist and old. That makes me so happy. Oh my gosh. It does. See, okay. So oh, now we have Ke- to oh, get to, to um, Kevin Nash and dragging people on Twitter too. Really? Kevin Nash? He's been oh, he's been no dragging God. people. He's been loving his life. He's alert. I he's I think he was so excited because he loves dragging races on Twitter anyways. Yeah. So this was just like like a fucking uh, holiday. Icing on the cake. Yeah. 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 Okay, so we, we got to get to the people who ain't been so great on on social media. For the most part that I know of, there's been two. So we're going to start with the one that was just given to me yesterday. So I don't know exactly where this came from, 
but we follow an account called Alish Dreams, and usually Alish Dreams is very, very on the money when it comes to posting and all that. To so shout out to him and his page, he got a really big wrestling following on there because he's very much into the women's side of wrestling. So shout out to him, and basically, be on our show. <laughs> So basically, he's been posting um, pretty much everything that ever since this situation happened, he's been posting when the female wrestlers big up Black Lives Matter. And of course, like I said, Danielle has been very vocal about it. He put her post up here and then he posted Paige. I don't know if Paige was responding to her or someone else, but Paige basically just put hashtag Black Lives Matter. And then Vacation JJ comes in and says, Ryan's are the answer. And I also saw one where he basically, you know, it's three people, actually. It's not two, it's three, because that just reminded me of someone else. And Danielle came back and said, at Vacation JJ, peaceful protesting wasn't the answer. Kneeling wasn't the answer. Also, I didn't realize the color of your skin changed, and now you know what it's like to be oppressed daily by simply getting into a car and driving. We will never ever understand what any person of color goes through, and that's on period. And mama is not lying. <laughs> okay. Um, like, like, I need like a calendar word of the day bullshit. The way it that worse. I mean, it, way, it got worse. It got I know, worse. but she handles herself with like such class when she's coming for people, and I wish I could be like that. Uh-uh, I'm gonna I give you the cool Gatling gun. She go real nice, but I can't do that. I need to hurt your feelings a lot. Sorry, but anyway, vacation. JJ was talking to Paige. I don't know where this came from either, so I can't give you the context of the conversation beyond this. No, he literally just jumped in and made that comment. Okay, so here's the secondary comment. It says, Paige, when you had your injury and everything got taken away from you, how did you feel? That's what happens to business owners that are getting looted. You back the cause, but yet they still take from you. People put their lives into their businesses, and it might be all gone tonight because of rioting. Paige responded, and she says, I guess I'm sad then. Their voices are never heard. You'll never understand it because you're too close-minded. And that is sad. <sighs> Mama was Period, going to Paige. Paige. I never thought I'd say I'm, that. I'm, I'm going to take the boot a little bit off your back, Paige. Like, it's hovering at this point. So don't fuck it up. Because I, I really so would like canceled to- for the time being. She is under a review process and is being monitored. So, <laughs> this could so Shit. My God. Uh, he said in response, um, he, she responded again and said, my injury and people being tired from constant racism are two separate entities. They have tried the peaceful protest numerous numerous times they've had enough because still nothing is being done about it but you wouldn't understand it because it isn't about you all lives don't matter until black lives matter he said in response i don't understand ruining innocent people's lives to prove a point sad people think it is okay to do that 
He continued. So ruin others to make your point. Okay, I got it. <laughs> she said, I guess I'm sad then in response to him. Now his sister, I'm assuming his sister runs the Nikki and Bree Twitter account. They both tweeted separately. Tweeted okay. a separate message from them. There was somebody who asked her, who asked them and was saying, wow, this y'all family, hoping this is how, uh, this isn't how all you all are type talking behind closed doors. And the Bella Twins Twitter account responded and said, I 100% don't agree with him. My views are completely different. Unfortunately, not all families see eye to eye breathe. Now, I don't know exact... Oh, here's what Nikki said. And I agree with Bree. So much of the time, families don't see eye to eye. Beyond disappointing and extremely frustrating. Hope everyone is staying safe and that justice will be served and that permanent change is coming, Nikki. So they don't side with their brother. Their brother is on an island alone, probably with his mom, Kathy, or whatever. I don't care. <clears throat> Um, but so, I'm gonna let Alexis to, go. Just to give this a little bit more context, Bree does not go on that Twitter. No, Bree is, is barely never, never on Twitter because Bree doesn't like Twitter. She usually uh, just sticks to Instagram. So when I saw mm-hmm. Bree actually said something, I said, "Shit!" I'm like, "Shit's real." So yeah. I think that shows like the severity. And also, shout out to them, because I will be getting on people who don't know how to respond to tweets in a non-roundabout way. Um, shout out to them to actually responding to the fans yeah. properly and not yeah. giving bullshit roundabout answer. Yeah, right. they were very straightforward. And y'all know I'm not a Bella Stan. I never have been. But right is right and wrong is wrong. And I give those ladies props where props is due. And you got to respect that. Because, again, they didn't have to respond to the tweet. They're not obligated to defend that in that regard because that really had nothing to do with them. Their brother's um, viewpoint is their brother's viewpoint. That don't have nothing to do with the Bella Twins. But since it was asked, they decided to make it clear where they stand. So shout out to y'all because I'll be going at y'all next. So I can't say nothing but thank you. I hate this guy so much because he's making me like the Bellas. I hate him so much. He's the Rob of the family, and he's in like, about it. I actually it's like Rob Kardashian, though. I like I like him. I don't, I don't see why people say that about him. I like him. I, okay, I'm not retracting what I said, but since Bree and Nikki have came out and said, look, He's not associated with us. He's an asshole. We don't know. No, he can go. Basically, he's telling their brother to go fuck himself. Um, I really don't get the point that he he just seems like a really self-entitled little shit. And the fact that the fact that because like I only know this dude because of like you guys telling me about him on the show. And I'm like, I didn't know who he was. I did not know who he was. I was like this self-centered little man child who is like riding his, I will take one thing back. I said about the Bellas. 
if anybody in that family is a coattail writer, it's their brother. I agree. I oh, will no, say yeah. that. It's, it's bad in the show. He's a complete fucking... He's that's just, why I don't respect him, especially when he was going off about businesses. And I was like, everything you're, you have is because your sisters have put you on. Facts. And I'm just like... I, just didn't, know, I didn't know who he was. Because they, he they don't do screamed. nothing. They read off the tweet, and I said, why is he verified? Who is this? And, and Nicole was like, well, they started talking, and actually, we saw, I saw it in the group chat we have. They're going back and forth, and I'm reading, and I'm like, his sister's... I'm like, is this the Bella Twins' brother? Okay. I'm like... And that's exactly who he is and will always be. That's I'm like, it. wow. So I'm like, what? I'm, so basically, y'all giving him clout by the, even speaking his name. I'm like, no, nope, not coming from me. Well, <laughs> You're I, not getting nothing from no, me, bro. I just want to know what was he like? Was the thing that pissed me off is that Paige again? Paige, the boot is hovering. Don't make me bring it down on you again. I'll give please. you a second I'm, chance, Paige, because like, I actually like Paige when she got there. So you know what? <laughs> I, I'll let them continue to keep you on on probation. I'm in but the I, middle. She's on probation. Um, she's been doing really good still. I might put her on a light probation. Like she <laughs> can go places, but she has the ankle bracelet on. Wow, she put her own house arrest, Jesus. Wow. No, right. I I got you. I'll let you free. The mom, but I, I got a one a one policy rule. Like, you cannot come at... It'll give you a leeway. You'll get a little bit of rope on the leash. But the moment some some bullshit start popping off, I'm out. I You only get one time to stab me in the back, bro. So I'll let you out. I don't have no issues with that. You cool with me. I'm straight. But go ahead, Alexis. Continue. I don't get what his whole thing was, like him trying to bring up Paige's injury. It's just like, it, that's the only thing. Like, again, if I really wanted to be a bitch on social media, I would come for every single little thing. I talk about her plastic surgery, her taste in men, her family. Like, if I really wanted to go hard on her, I would. But I'm not that kind of person because my mama didn't raise me that way. Mom, I love you. Um, <laughs> but the fact that she knew he fucking knew that Danielle, Paige, and everybody and their mom were coming for him. So the only thing he could think of to come back on was Paige's neck injury. And I'm like, my dude, that happened five fucking years ago. You don't care. Felt like it it felt like five years ago. It may have not have been, but it it's been a while. Like this is the only thing you you're comparing a woman's neck injury to severe shit that is going on in the real world. You are the dumbest motherfucker in this family. And I'm that even includes your mom because she fucked Laurinaitis. So that makes you oh. dumber than her. Jesus. Like, I don't roll with them. But guess what? 
I do give them a little bit of leadway because they, yes, they have a successful empire. They can do shit outside of WWE. They have that book coming out that I really want to get because they're going to be spilling a lot of shit about what happened behind the scenes. And I'm oh, kind of interested. I bought it. I'll send it to you to read. Ooh, yay. I'm, what do you um, have it on Audible? Or... Yeah. Oh, I, wanna... I need to get it. I'm, I'm going to get it. That. it I, I got it for a decent price. I think I maybe spent like 14 or something. I just remember it wasn't that much, so that's why I bought it. Oh, Brad. I might buy it on the next payday. But I'm just like, who the, who the fuck are you? And the fact that you can't take it, that you're getting beat down by Paige, Danielle, and people. Like, I was, I was seeing people who weren't even wrestling fans coming on Paige's page and coming for, like, defending her. Like, who the fuck are you to say this about this woman? Yeah, she's made mistakes, but at least we know who she is. Who the fuck are you? I was just like, oh, shit, man. I mean, people are not in my, around. Okay, here. in my mind, I just feel I just I just want to understand what he thought he was gonna do. I feel like he just want to be on a fringe of society a little bit, you know, outside of the status quo. And it's just like now's not the time to want to rebel and spread your rings, bro. Like if you're gonna do all of that and you know live your best life, fine. You know, but this right now, what you're at, what you're saying, to an extent, I understand, but no, because you had no issues with these college kids going downtown and fucking up downtown whenever their team won. You had no problem when Philly destroyed downtown Philly. They fucked that city up because they won the Super Bowl. You had no issues with that. You had no problem when they rioted after Hell in a Cell. And I mean, they tore up the city after Hell in a Cell. You had no issues with that. But you're mad because people's businesses got destroyed during during a Black Lives Matter protest, which, by the way, Black Lives Matter does not set up every fucking protest. And I wish people would stop just associating everything with Black Lives Matter. Yes, people use the hashtag. Yes, people go and shout Black Lives Matter. But not all black, not all protests that were set up are Black Lives Matter's protests. Some of them are organized by other grassroots organizations, and they use the hashtag and moniker Black Lives Matter. So don't do that. Know your shit before and you also, open your mouth. Just be careful. Yeah, and also, I just think, I really wanted to, I tried to leave a comment, but Paige limited the comments because, I mean, I would too because it was just getting too much. And I really wanted to be like, well, why don't you tell us what businesses you associate with so I know not to fucking contribute to them. Right. And since you are so worried about business. And also the thing that really set me off about it, about how he try how he tried to compare her neck injury, not only because it wasn't wasn't a good comparison, I just the fact it was just very disrespectful on his part to Paige. How dare you try to talk bring up her her injury that she still to this day has a very hard time with. And it's none of your fucking business. You don't know her like that. The fuck? Like the that was it was. I thought it was rude. It was rude because you made it. You tried to a lot more classy, probably because she's friends with her sister. Because I'd have gotten his ass all the way together. 
Oh yeah. But it's like he, he tried to use whatever because he knew that something was taken from her. So he tried to use something that was taken from her, which in hindsight, it wasn't intentional, but let's be real and let's just go from it from a different perspective. He's trying to compare apples to oranges. So he's like, I got to find a way to try to get her to understand where I'm coming from. Oh, I know her career got taken from her due to injury. So let me put it that way. Maybe she'll see it from my side. But what you don't understand is Paige's career was ended due to her negligence as well as an accident. So there are two working factors that started that ended her career. Okay. And she herself has admitted that. So that's the first thing. Secondly, mm -hmm. People are not downtown. The initial rioting and looting and burning shit up, that shit was not done to small businesses. And that shit was happening to bigger places like fucking Target and AutoZone. Places that can be replaced. This wasn't always happening to smaller businesses. It expanded to smaller businesses and to everything else once people stopped caring about the actual logic at hand. And then this started happening. It sounds to me like what happens is after the protests start to die down, something happens that triggers some anarchy and everything goes to shit. And it's always at night right when the protests need to be ending and dying down, they start revving up and burning shit to the ground. And every time, every time I see a picture, and this is no lie, I'm not trying to shade nobody, except for in Atlanta, it's a bunch of white kids tearing down shit and throwing bricks through windows. And it's like... Well, if we're going to keep this 100% like we always do, the buildings that got the first buildings that got busted into in Minnesota and, and basically ground zero for all this come to find out it was a white undercover cop. Yes. And his wife, his ex-wife identified her shit, her gas mask. She recognized his boots, her gloves. He was wearing, they narked his ass out on social media. Another white lady was in a wheelchair, did, pretending to be disabled, stabbing people inside. We're on inside Target, only stabbing black people though. They spray her ass with a fire extinguisher. Funny. <laughs> which the people who did spray her were, with the fire extinguisher were a bunch of white kids because <laughs> she wasn't trying to stab them, so they just fired her with the um, extinguisher. So, um, shout out to also my best friend has been one of them. Shout and few of my really good friends have been going out on the front lines, um, especially other people of different ethnicities. Like I know we all here at Down for Account really appreciate all the protesters and all the people who are putting literally their lives on the line to help try to move this message forward and from the bottom of my heart i really i thank you and i appreciate you um stay safe um if you're out please make sure you're wearing nondescript clothing um bring goggles a mask um water water granola bars when you can um if you bring your cell phone, please make sure that the data is off and is on airplane mode. 
um, don't carry any type um, if carry cash and your ID with you as well. And if you have any distinct tattoos and or like in like very visible places like your arms, um, your neck or other the areas like that, I know it's fucking hot, but cover them. Mm-hmm. Please. And that's all I have to say for that. I just just be careful out there, man. And if record fucking everything because like the the woman the old lady who was stabbing people coming out of the target, people only knew she was doing it. It's because her her shit got blasted on fucking TikTok. <laughs> I'm sorry, I laughed when they sprayed her. I thought that was the fucking that funniest was thing. Funny. I don't it was fun. funny. <laughs> It the punching. bitch got walked, drove her little drive, little disabled shit down the street and was like, the protesters attacked me and was straight up lying. And they had her shit on video. Lying ass thought, bitch. They should have knocked her ass out that that's chair. That's like too. the dude who thought he was fucking Hawkeye and then he got jumped. Yeah, I saw that. With the, the bow and arrow? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, shot somebody. You know, like, oh. Uh, what? This old white man, and I have to specify that, got out of his car and started shooting arrows at people, like using a bow and arrow, and his ass got jumped. Nicole you know said he, she, he thought he was you know fucking the messed up thing is, His car got people who, after they beat him up, they started messing with his car, and the police, and they literally set his car on fire, and the police literally just watched it. I gotta watch that shit too. They didn't do nothing. He shouldn't have gotta walk him back home. Period. Hope you enjoy your 15 minutes of infamy, buddy, because your face ain't disappearing anytime soon. Ooh, they vandalized J.R. Smith's truck, and J.R. Smith beat the hell out the dude that vandalized his truck in LA. Who's that? J.R. Smith is a a basketball player. Oh, okay. Oh, that's where Candace is. I forgot he cheated on his wife. Mm-hmm. What a mess. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and I also, you, I also want to say that, um, there's also a lot of non-wrestling people speaking out about this. Countless celebrities. Taylor Swift, she went in on President Trump, just read his orange Cheeto ass for filth. And I was like, bitch, I don't never ride for you, but girl, you did that. <laughs> Tore that bitch down. Tore that down. was the same day as the Randy tweet. That's why I was so fucked up. I said, I, I don't like Taylor Swift. <laughs> I do not. I tell people all the time how much I don't like Taylor Swift. Yeah. I mean, I and I was like, I just I don't like her it's because I feel, I don't know. I, I have a lot of issues, but good. But I was like, I never in my life thought I would like and retweet a fucking Taylor Swift tweet. Amen. I was well, speaking out. A lot of people. And Chrissy Teigen offered to pay for um, $100,000 for protesters' bail, and somebody chimed in and was just like, um, you're going to pro, you're going to, you meant, they put an asterisk and was like, criminals and um, thieves, 
and she was like, oh, gonna make it 200000 So she's donating $200,000 to get the protesters who've been put into prison for the protest. She's donating $200,000 to get them out. So... And I'm the same way. I can't stand fucking Taylor Swift, but I'm just like, okay, because I got my issues with her, but I'm like, okay, for right now, Taylor, you're okay. Yeah. And uh, everyone knows I'm not like a huge, like, I need to change my tune since I'm going to be a YouTuber. I'm not huge into (laughs) a lot of YouTubers, but... My boys, my little, my my little boys, the Dolan twins, have been like really vocal. <laughs> so proud she of them. She loves the Dolan twins, y'all. I do. They're so funny. They help a lot. They helped a lot when my anxiety was really bad. In case people, well, viewers don't know, I was especially when this first the Corona first started happening, my anxiety was spiking. And I watched a lot of their videos to kind of help take me out of it because they were just so funny to me. And they were just, like, dumb. They're not dumb, but they would just, like, do, like, dumb, funny stuff. So I was <laughs> able to, like, take my, like, kind, you know, kind of escape for a little bit. So I have, like, a little soft, soft spot for them. Yeah. But especially for them being um, white males, white young males in that influencer community. And them being as young as they can and them having such a a large, large audience, especially younger people, I thought that was very, very just, not not just, I don't want to tell, it's not really brave, it's it's the right thing to do, but it's very smart of them. And it's honorable that they're making sure that they're pushing this message to to their audience, especially an impressionable audience. So even people who don't, kids who don't understand it because they never grew up to have to understand that, they can take the time to research and learn why this is so important. True. So people, so literally, shout out to them. They've been going off on people. They've been getting people together um, online, too, for the past. Redman Rock. Redman Rock was one of the first influencers that I saw and one of the only ones that I saw that was speaking out about it that had anything to say that was people were attacking him and he was get he was gathering bitches all day so shout out to Bretman Rock because real talk like if influencers have a very big reach and impact and when shit like this happens your silence is complicit and you should say something even if it's a minuscule support that means a lot so for them to say anything that that's very very appreciative. That's okay. one just one God black woman in a sea of black people. God bless I us. Um, Jeff, Jeffrey Stars, Jesus Christ, has oh. been doing again. Those are literally those are the only two like influencers of that caliber that I've literally seen anything. Shane Dawson had like the dumbest fucking. I told you I don't like Shane Dawson, so I. I, don't, I I've gradually, I never, like, I kind of liked him, but as, like, progressing, I've, like, disliked him more and more and more and more, and then that really turned me off, because he was like, I'm I'm so stupid, and, like, I have to research, I'm like, nigga, you're grown, you're probably my fucking age, shut the fuck up, (laughs) read a book. (laughs) 
school jail. He he I is he always up. talked about how he's so scared to fucking look at the sun. You 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 sit all fucking and you sit inside all day in your fucking sweatpants. No offense, cause I I've been sitting all inside all day in my sweatpants. But <laughs> and you can't educate yourself after you, you don't need you've no been education. called out so many times for like being fucking racially insensitive. Like the fuck, oh planet, he, are you? He on? don't want to say anything. So why did you say anything at all? Like, like, so just sit your dumb ass at home and um drink your diet cokes or whatever diet bullshit yeah, you drink. Yeah, drink diet and, coke water and fucking and stress eat and fucking talk about how disgusting you are and cry on camera if that's all you can do. If that's I the only function you can this, do. This pity party, woe is me. I just I'm just so afraid. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Jeffrey, go get your go get your friend. Jesus Christ. If that's your friend. Cause you know how your track record go with friends. So <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. You know how that go. He friends with you for a couple years and the next minute, boom. Fucking drama channels is just destroying their friendship piece by piece. Oh, so uh, Jeffrey Star got this. It's just like girl. If Jeffree Star tweeted something in support or tweeted a lot, good for him because you needed to. Yeah. Okay? You should have. After all the shit you've done, the least you could have done is tweeted in support. So, you are obligated and you don't get no praise for that, hoe. You should have did it. But also, I'm side-eyeing a lot of these beauty influencers, especially a lot of these beauty influencers such such as Nikita Dragon. Who use a lot of black women aesthetics. I drag the Kardashians. I don't even need to go with the Kardashians because them as a whole has just been trash. But I think they're probably worried about their shit getting leaked to IRS. So, I mean, I would be a little concerned. So, they didn't say anything either? No. Barely, just like retweeting shit and like. Y'all got black children. They have not said like actual like stuff, but also. Probably because Kai and we could go over go into this because it was also a Forbes article, but basically it got debunked that Ky- Kylie was lying about being a billionaire. Told you she wasn't no billionaire. So <laughs> taxes, so her tax tax write offs are looking real funky, and so um people are starting to think. Also, shout out to Tasha K because Tasha K broke this story a few a couple months ago. Saying that Car- Kylie was not a billionaire and basically fabricated a lot of records to make it seem like it. Well, her and her camp. So, I mean, they're probably worried about that. Fuck well, that. Shit, that ain't got nothing to do no, with, no, nothing no, to do with that. that. But I fuck them. And like I said on Twitter, I see y'all can suck, slob, spin, and push out black and procreate with black dicks but you don't want to talk about black lives matter i was like well, and you and use black women aesthetics and take and literal and i'm not saying like oh because there was someone like they're taking to do like no like y'all have literally taken girls men i mean i mean but i tell you this way the slave masters used to sleep with the slaves all the time both the men and the women so in that regard, we're gonna if unless Alexis, you got something to add to this part, 
Because if not, we can move into Brandy Rose. Oh, no, we could talk, uh, we could talk about Anonymous for a second, since we're still talking about that. Do you have something to talk about? I'm, I'm kind of sitting back and letting you guys talk this week, because, like, I'm learning a fucking lot about shit, and um, just a shout-out to, like, black creators on social media like tiktok instagram whatever your platform is that's been doing like the black history lessons yeah and i have been learning a lot of shit that i had no idea went down like i didn't know rosa parks was not the first woman to not give up a bus seat oh no she wasn't i didn't know that because i've been Giving given a very white uh whitewashed approach to Black history, and I'm kind of kicking my own ass for that now because I'm a dumbass and I've waited this long to like learn about it. Well, um, I'll put it this way: I wouldn't I wouldn't call you a dumbass because even Black people don't know that. So you don't know how many Black people also didn't know about how the Quaker and Amish um helped us during that underground yeah, railroad. <laughs> and I had yeah, to report that did. to people. Yeah, they did. They did. That's how a lot of people got to Canada. That's a how lot, lot of, of black people and the safe houses that slaves were getting transported to to go to an underground railroad yeah. were Amish housing. That's why yeah. the, um, that's why the US government is so tries attempts every so often to regulate and get into Amish and Quaker business because of mm-hmm. that. To this day, they are pissed yep. at them. Yep. What? Yep. So there were a lot of things that you had to be taught from home or you had to go to college and take Black studies to understand it, to learn it. And most Black kids, if they went to college, they took Black studies. Like, you were good. <laughs> that was a rite of passage to take Black studies because you need Fast. to know. It's a rite oh. of passage. If you are within an earshot of my voice and you're thinking about going to college, you take black studies into the fucking conversation. There's no there's no in between here. You take black studies. Black studies is what helps you understand your culture. We're already indoctrinated into other someone else's culture. So now you need to know yours and where you come from. And it's more than just Harriet Tubman and Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and countless others who we've all heard about. There are more abolitionists and there are more civil rights leaders and people who work for the NAACP. And some of them are still living fairly young and to this day have done a lot of work for the black community. So you have to be diligent. And it's not necessarily that you're an idiot, Alexis, or that you're dumb, because you're willing to learn. So that's different. It's just that you thought you knew. You thought you were being taught the truth. They gave you part of it, not all of it. So now that you're an adult, you can you can learn it and you have the tools to be able to teach somebody else. And that's all that that's all that matters. And it's like really rad, man, because I'm learning like, I'm learning so much, and it's just, like, because, like, growing up, like, growing up white, you always was told that MLK was, like, this was the peaceful side, and Malcolm X was, like, you know, 
the the scary side like malcolm x is what you used to tell stories to white white kids to scare them at night that's pretty much what i was like like i was told about him and then like the more the more i read about it it's like martin luther king was fucking punk rock like i would have never expected that and like i i'm learning more about malcolm x and it's like with him when him with him in the the nation of islam and I've always was told he was assassinated. I didn't know he was assassinated by um, the the Islam group that he, the people of Islam group that he ran with because they didn't mm. they didn't him leaving them. Okay, so in that regard, where you have to understand is that if you hear it from the Nation of Islam, they'll say that's not true. Right. They'll say that that's not true, that Farrakhan didn't have anything to do with that, that he didn't do it, that they would never assassinate their own kind. But at the time, Malcolm X was moving away from the speech of the Nation of Islam, and that's where the situation started to butt heads. He was butting heads with the Nation of Islam. So, okay, so... They will, they will fight against it. Like a lot of Islamic people will say, "Hey, that's not true. We we didn't do this." So as far as that's concerned, it's your interpretation of how he died, because the Nation of Islam will say they didn't. I I, I believe that somebody within that organization did it. Um, it could have been anything, but it something in the milk ain't clean, as my mama always say. But I will say. This, if y'all can prove it, then I need to see the proof. That, that's all I can say. To I'm not trying to start anything, but, like, you got to understand when you're growing up and you're going to a predominant white high school and you're learning about the civil rights movement, a lot of shit gets, like, looked over. And even when I went to college, I was just, like, surprised, like, going now, like, how much stuff they looked over. Like, I didn't even know Malcolm X left the Nation of Islam. I was never told that. The way, and this is going to sound horrible, and now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to go kick my history teacher in high school, from high school if I ever see him again, um, that MLK was the perfect guy and Malcolm no, X was, like, the scary dude. And, like, the more I'm learning about it, I'm like, to me, because to me at the time it was just, like, here's two black men fed up with the way things are going. They're just coming at it from different from different sides. Correct. And, and, you know, that's how I thought for the longest time. And my teacher's like, my teacher actually sat there and he goes, well, no, Malcolm X was the bad guy. And this that's is like true. right right when I was about this was right about when when the when the when the, the fledgling little punk rock Alexis, which started to really question a lot of shit that she was learning up to that point. I go, well, <laughs> I go, how can you call him a bad guy? How was he the bad guy? I want to know because, and I looked right in my history teacher's face and I said, because from what I was reading, people who look like me were the bad guys. Facts. And he did not appreciate that I said that and I got in serious. For the rest of the year, I could not pull anything higher than a low C in that class. Well, that just shows that he wasn't trying to teach you anything but what he wanted you to know. 
The fact of the matter uh-huh. is Malcolm X and MLK were on the same page. They were two sides of the same coin. They had the same rhetoric. They just went about it differently. Malcolm X believed if you're going to pick up arms against me, then I need to protect myself against you. MLK believed that there was a way to not have to do that. But he understood that sometimes you have to get dirty to do what needs to be done. And if you really looked at his speeches and read them in their entirety and not read what was picked out, you will see that he did say that. There are parts of his speech where he says, no, I don't agree with the rioting and looting, but that is the response of those who are unheard. So he was he was just as radical if you really, really paid attention. And Martin Luther King was not an angel. Martin no. Luther King had multiple affairs, <laughs> multiple mistresses. He slept with multiple women. Well, he would go around town and spring and preach. He was getting them cheeks later. Okay? Right. So you know, like, keep it all the way funky. He wasn't no damn saint. He tried. But he, his, his, his thing was, you know, of the flesh. Okay? He, he liked a, a woman. That's just... Just the way I was taught, and I'm sorry if this is taking up time to talk about what's going on right now, but like... Oh, it's a part of it, so you go ahead. I was just like, the way I was taught, and I do agree with you, if you're white, Asian, black, whatever, just go go take history classes, because this is the only way you're going to fucking learn. Um... So they always said that like Martin Luther King was was peaceful and he didn't want nonviolence. But now that I'm seeing shit, I'm seeing a, a, a quote from Martin Luther King that pretty much translates to fuck shit up if you need to. And I was like, OK. And can I, just, <laughs> can I use my white privilege to say one thing on this show and then we can move on? Girl. And I'm, <laughs> I just want to I just. Can I just say it? Please, please, please. please, please. Right, yeah. Stop telling black people what Martin Luther King Jr. said. They know it more than you, motherfuckers, so shut the fuck up. Well, also, y'all point. killed Martin Luther King, so also. Yes. If he was so peaceful and non-threatening, why the fuck did we kill him? Well, because they feel like that's the only way to get us to stop doing what we're doing. The reality of the situation is what happened in Minneapolis was a direct result of people being angry and upset. That shit happened in L.A. with the L.A. riots. And it will happen again because history tends to repeat itself. What we have to start doing now is being better. Now, what I do like and what I have seen that I appreciate is police officers are throwing down their riot gear, taking off their helmets, and they walking with the protesters. That calms the storm, too. You got... Hey, thank you so much for sticking it out with us at Down for the Count. So we're just taking a little commercial break to let you guys know that we are on two social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter. You can hit us up there with any news that you want us to discuss, any topic that you want us to discuss. We got you. Just send it to us. We are all for people. Well, sometimes sometimes <laughs> anyway so make sure you guys stick with us at down for the count and we're going to continue on with our show
officers in what was it in New Hampshire um, at the police force, they standing outside. Full-on police gear and said, we standing with y'all. We are not against y'all. We are y'all allies. We are here to support the protesters. They out there chanting too. Black Lives Matter. So if you seeing stuff like that, that also calms the storm. Now, what I have heard is that there are some people going out there purposely fucking shit up. So it looks bad on the protesters. Okay? They are. Now, what I find to be very interesting is how things can go less very quickly in a protest that's supposed to be peaceful for Black Lives Matter, for George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and the countless of others who've been accosted by police in any way, shape, or form. But y'all out there protesting because you want your hair and your nails done and your bitch-ass husband's got goddamn AK-47s and AR-15s. Now I'm just trying to, and y'all spitting in the police face, y'all coughing in the police face amidst a pandemic. So I'm just trying to figure out. Well, there was a video, too, that I saw. I hate to say, keep mentioning TikTok, but um, there was a, there was a, a white man, they were, you know, they were protesting, a white man walked by an officer, he had, a, you know, PPE on or whatever. And he flipped the cigarette right in the cop's face and walked off. Wasn't even part of the protest. And, you know, a black gentleman got up and he said, see, this guy can walk right past and fuck a cigarette in this guy's face. But if I did it, I'd have six guys on me right now. And I was like, shit. I just, I, I mean, I don't, I really, I don't know if it's just because I've never, I never really noticed it until as I gotten older, but this, this bullshit needs to stop, man. Like, I'm really, I'm scared that every day that I talk to you guys is going to be the last day I talk to you guys because some asshole's going to hurt you guys. And then I'm going to have to go to jail for beating their ass or killing them. Um, it's scared. Personally, it just, it just scares the shit out of me. Unfortunately, that fear is a fear that a lot of us have to live with every day. So you learn to deal with the fear because we have to. Um, I I don't like that my husband has to walk to work every day. So it's early in the morning when he leaves and it's midday by the time he comes home. My father leaves early in the morning to go to dialysis on every day. It's a very scary thought to know that you could be leaving just to do your daily routine and you won't come back home. So, and I have brothers and I have sisters and everything. So, and my sister, she travels from here to New York just about every other weekend and she's by herself. So I... I fear those days, but I have, you you learn to deal with it because we have to, we, we just have to. And the only way you calm that anxiety is the way I do it is the way we were taught. You just pray and you leave it in God's hands. And that's all that we can do. We can't do anything else, but you know what, Alexis, at least you, you have, you understand the fear. And that's what people are trying to get other people to understand. And we live in fear every day. 
yeah, the people lost their, their businesses for a couple of days. And some people, they're going to have trouble rebuilding. I'm not going to discredit what's going to happen to people building businesses and having to rebuild businesses because I totally understand that. I get it because I have my own business. So I get it. At the same time, that business can be rebuilt and they can recover and they can come back and be stronger than ever. Whereas this a washover. This man may or may not go to jail, and every day we still have to wake up and wonder if we're going to make it home or if our loved ones are going to make it home every day, unless they start doing things to change. And that's the fear. So you identify because you understand it. And that's all people are asking for. That's all we want is for you to understand where we are and what we have to live with every single day. This is constant. And they're like, well, you didn't even know him. Like I had a dude tell me, well, you didn't even know him. So because I don't know him, I'm not allowed to have any emotions. Somebody is dead. Does that not bother you? It doesn't matter if you know or not. An innocent man died in the most, in a very horrible way. If you you need to feel some empathy or compassion for at least that. The desensitization that I see is what scares me because we see it so often. Everybody's just like, oh, God, another hashtag, another man's dead. Nobody has any real true emotion towards it anymore. The scariest part about it is that it has now become a part of the norm. And nobody's freaking out except for now everybody's freaking out because you don't have no choice. You don't have a choice because it's happening so often and they're happening back to back to back. And then on top of that, we just had this pandemic. It's still happening, by the way. The pandemic hasn't gone away. It's still there. (laughs) And people are still getting killed in the street. You open the states back up and somebody dies days after they open up the states. What? That is not okay. That is not normal. That means that happens more often than it should. None of this is normal. We are living in the most fucked up timeline and it's just like, you know, and I've, I've seen this shit like my whole life and I know a lot of people are like, well, Alexis, you're white. You're you know, you grew up in the suburbs, yeah, bitch, but I still saw it, like, I've seen, I've seen my friend's boyfriend who was black and busted his ass at his job, and he bought, it wasn't, like, super fancy, but he bought himself a nice-ass car, and we all went riding in it, and cops pulled him over because they believed, I quote, they believed they could, he couldn't afford this car, and it was stolen. Yep. My Sounds my mixed cousins have been racially profiled. Like, you would not believe. It's fucking crazy. I, I see, I go out with my friends. I, when I was in high school, I was friends with the Spanish girl. Me and her would go to the mall. Fucking security would follow us around the mall until we left because they were, and I called them out. I said, what the fuck are you doing? And they said, she fits, she didn't, they didn't even point to my friend or anything. They just said, she fits the profile of, of a shoplifter. And I was like, fuck you. You're nothing but mall cops. You're red cops at this point. 
and I was just so mad. I'm just like, and she was just, she was just whatever. And we get in the car. I said, how do you handle that? She goes, this is an everyday thing for me. I'm used to it. Yep. And and that's when I kind of exploded. And I said, well, you shouldn't get used to it because they shouldn't treat you this way. And that's when no choice. And that's when, you know, little Alexis actually, as the kids call it, became woke and realized how fucked up shit was. And that's when I started questioning everything. And the next thing you know, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) But I just, I find it, what really pisses me off, and then we'll get to Brandy, is that when the Black Lives Matter movement started, a lot of people started saying all lives matter. And before it got twisted up, yeah, I was like that. Because I'm like, yes, everybody does matter. Everyone deserves the same, you know, the same everything. You know, the same rights, equal rights, everything. You know, men, women, I don't care what color you are, what sexual orientation you are, whatever. Yes, this is this is something I can get behind. Everything matters. And then it started slowly going to all lives matter, but they should be happy with what they get in life. That's I'm not the sorry. rhetoric I heard when it came to all lives matter. Well, that's when I heard like, it, yeah. it was just it was a direct the way I took it was it was a direct um it was just an anti-protest to Black Lives Matter. And even black yes. people were saying, like, no, all lives matter. Yes, clearly, all lives matter. We fucking know that already. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about people not respecting black people enough to value their lives. That's what that's what Black Lives Matter was about. And for black people to say all lives matter, you didn't do nothing but reinforce the bullshit. And I was just like, you just, you're just not being smart. The situation at hand is just, it's just, it's very simple. This is just how I interpreted it because I was just like, okay, it doesn't matter what you look like, who you are. We should all be treated equal. That's how my brain comprehended it. Okay. And then the more I heard about it, I'm like, all right, which one of you motherfucking Karens? took this and twisted something that should have been great and made it all about white people. I want to fucking know which one of you did it. I was like so mad at him. And then that's why it's like, for me, that's what's important that I say black lives matter. Asian lives matter. Everybody fucking matters. But I'm not going to say all lives matter because now people have taken something that could have been used to bring people together and they fucked it all up. And they might as well just sell it on a canvas on fucking Hobby Lobby. Like I know that you had good intentions with it in the beginning, but I don't. I, I it never would have brought people together because of how it was born. I used to be an optimist. Does that make any sense? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. It does. Like this really high up there optimist where I'm like, I'm going to wake up every day and something great's going to happen. And then you start seeing people dying on TV every night and you're just like, hold up. What the fuck? This, this, no. No, why? Why? No. Fuck you, Karen. Go the fuck home. Like, that's, like, that's where it kind of, like, the final shoe dropped. 
And, you know, <laughs> I, I know I'm probably just sounding like a bunch of bullshit, and I'm sorry, but it's just like... No, I, yeah. I think you had good intentions, and you just you tried, and you were like, okay, well, this, this makes sense to me. And it does make sense. It would make sense if it wasn't a counter-protest to what, what people were saying. So... I didn't know it was a counter-protest for the longest time until I got with Daryl, and he was the one that's like, yeah, this is a counter-protest. I'm like, wait, what? No, this shouldn't be be a counter-protest. This should just tell, like, all the stupid, you know, privileged people, hey, stop being assholes and count everybody in. Well, I can see if you said that if it was, like, after 9-11 and you said all lives matter, that makes sense. But when people are dying in the street or getting shot for no reason, police are running up shooting people, and then civilians are doing it. Trayvon Martin died, and they started Black Lives Matter, and then they go, well, all lives matter. And it's like, well, Trayvon Martin wasn't all all lives. He was black. He should have never been killed. Do you respect what's being done, or you don't? And they don't. Well, we got to get to Brandy, because she need a a little... um, a little, a little bit from us today. Yeah. So, yeah. Brandy, well, really quick before we get into, Brandy. I didn't know supposed to talk about anonymous. Yes. Okay. So, so go ahead. A lot of people. Um, also, I was surprised about the people who didn't know about anonymous because I was like, they haven't been gone for that long. Um, I think like they've been gone. They've been underground for like three. I think around three years. Well, three almost four years. Mm-hmm. So, any listeners who don't know, um, Anonymous is a hacktivist group. Um, no one knows how many of them are. All we know that it's an international hacktivist group who, what's the guy's name from V from D- Vendetta? Um, me. Guy Fox. Yes. Oh so, he wears, so, they wear that mask whenever they go on a broadcast. And the world governments are terrified of them because they have never ever since they came about they have never been able to track a single person figure out who what nothing out of them but the but anonymous has been able to uncover a lot of dirty shit a lot from a lot of governments and they were and the thing about anonymous as soon as their stuff gets pulled up like their first video announcing how they were going to be digging up stuff on the Minnesota Police Department, um, Trump, mm-hmm. etc. Their mm-hmm. videos immediately yeah. got taken down off of YouTube, and a lot of their stuff that they were deleting. So, in the almost 20 hours that they've been reactive, they um, jammed the Chicago PD. Um, stream or whatever um to and to non-stop play fuck the police um they crashed the minnesota police department website um blasted (laughs) all of the employees emails um they have pulled up a lot a lot stuff that contains trump and other people other world powers um because they're because basically their take is yes we have to 
do this, but we're not going, we can't have true change until we completely do an overhaul on our government and the people that we let take office. So there's a lot of documents I recommend um, going on Twitter, going under the hashtag anonymous. They have a lot. Um, Jeffrey um, Epstein's black book has been leaked. Um, Mm -hmm. Not all of it. I think most of it's on there. Um, A lot of the documents from Trump's many court cases that he's had for paying off for literally having sexual relations relations with multiple, multiple, multiple underage girls. Yep. And there's video proof. There's video proof also shortly if you watch the Epstein doc on Netflix, but there's even more online. Um, there's a lot of people that are listed in the black book that raise a few eyes. Uh, th- obviously, this isn't wrestling related. I'm shocked mm-hmm. Vince or, and Co. aren't in there. They're not in there. I am One thing that Vince McMahon is not part of. I'm kind of glad. He's not a pedophile. He might right. murder. He might do a lot of shit, but he's Dang. not a pedophile. Or And this is it, and also people, this isn't people who are not only pedophiles, but are deal with pedophile activity. Also, um, major sex trafficking rings. Um, yeah. Obviously, this has been rumble about this being having major sex trafficking rings within um, the Hollywood and other circles. Um, that's why I wasn't shocked when I saw Naomi Campbell's name, because I've been hearing rumblings about that for a while as well. Like the sex trafficking stuff? Yes. Wait, her um, attached to it? Yes. And um, we could probably what? talk about this in a different episode. We could talk about, um, off camera, but especially nowadays, um, a lot of, there's been a lot of heeway about a lot of models being in sex trafficking rings, basically, or being basically used as prostitutes. The Duke and Duchess of York is in there? Yes. Yeah. And also, he basically said, like, yeah, they they got Diana killed because she was about to expose some shit. Basically. I knew that they did. Oh, I yeah. Well, I mean, and it's like, we know that they killed her, but I'm glad that we got confirmation. But, um, obviously, I think people should really... Um, research into them because um, I think especially once we get older we start looking back on our American history and once this becomes this passes and this becomes like a course mm-hmm. 10 years from now um, yeah. I think this is very important because it's it's a new type of activism people not might not really necessarily believe in it because it toes the lines of anarchy yeah to a certain point and that makes a lot of people very uncomfortable but i am i just think it's really interesting and now they really, got chris tucker was know, in his I'm book a big fan of anonymous and i felt like they were listening because i said this a couple months ago she did I said, I miss yeah. Anonymous. Where are they at? And they probably That was actually the day before. We were in Zoom, I think. And she just happened to mention them. And then I saw the tweet later. And they had posted this stuff when we were in the group chat. And I was like, Nicole is going to flip her wig when she <laughs> finds 
out about this because it was literally it was day it was a day she mentioned it and I was just like I haven't heard about anonymous in in a year in years what are they doing and she was no, like I don't know if I missed them they need to come back they need to come back and, and fuck some shit up swear to God. 24 hours, I swear to God, because it's not going to But you don't swear 24 hours later, this tweet pops up. And they just went, and it was straight for Don, um, for the president. Went straight at the president's neck. First, they went after the Minneapolis Police Department. Then they went for the president. And I was like, Nicole spoke this shit into existence literally the night before. I was like, that, that bitch got some they, they heard my They heard my cry for help. But, um, Anonymous but, yeah, is the chaotic things. magic we need in this world right now, and I am all fucking for it. Wow. Yeah, so I, I feel like, um, I don't know. I'm very, I, I'm very interested, and that's probably because I was forced to be interested at this, and this is going to lead into our brandy conversation uh, to be know about government, about how things work, and classism, and all sorts of things like my grandfather was huge in the civil rights movement and he made me even though he was a very like passive passive pretty much person more of the MLK route and speaking with people and trying to get them to understand instead of like the more radical side such as like the Black Panthers and um Malcolm X, he made me understand both sides because they both couldn't coexist without each other. So I don't know. I just find Anonymous um, fascinating. I hope they sell merch because I want to get a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then we will talk about Brandy Rhodes. Yes, Miss Brandy. So Everybody, of course, has been asking for people to speak out and wrestlers, wrestling fans included. And so they called upon Brandy, like, Brandy, where you at? Brandy, why haven't you spoken out? What's going on? So Brandy Rose decided to speak out. And I need to find what she said so I don't misquote Miss Brandy because I saved what she said. Because I wanted to make sure that I didn't misquote her. Okay. Brandy Rose took to her Instagram. She posted a quote from Viola Davis. And it was a picture of Viola Davis and her quote. And she said under in the caption, she says, and I quote, Today and yesterday was I was called names for not speaking out quickly enough for black people by other black people. When in fact, I was afraid to speak out because when I do, the same people who call me their sister tell me I have no right to speak on black issues because I'm married to a white man. So now here I am feeling beaten by my own people. In fact, I feel beaten by my own people all the time. I have never felt accepted by the black community, my own community. There's always a reason why I'm not right. From the way that I talk to the way I dress, to whom I'm married to, and the job that I have. And everyone sees this happen, and rarely does anyone speak up. It's truly eye-opening. So I'll let Viola Davis do the talking on this one, and I'll take a few beats on social in hope that the hate finds somewhere else to go, because my direction, because it goes to my, besides my direction all the time. 
end quote. I'm going to speak on it. I'm just going to say something quickly, and you guys can have it, because I went off on her while we listened, when I first heard about this. And I'll, I'll make it very quick. I understand what she said. I don't like it. Because instead of her speaking on the issue, she chose to make it all about her. I get her saying in the beginning, I didn't speak out because I was afraid to, due to the fact that people genuinely don't respect my opinion because of who I'm married to. But that should have led into you saying, I'm still a black woman, and this black man was killed on camera for the world to see. And that gave me the strength to say what I needed to say, period, into the conversation. If you couldn't say that, then all you had to do was post Viola Davis's quote, her face, and say, hashtag George Floyd, justice for George Floyd. That was it. Should have been the end of it. Didn't need anything else in this extra quote. I get where she's coming from, but that wasn't the time. So I'll finish later, and I'll let Alexis and Nicole go, and then we'll wrap up this part of the podcast. Nicole, you go first. Oh, I'm going to talk for a while, so you should go first. Um, fuck Brandy Rhodes. Mm. Damn. Um, <laughs> she, you know... I wish I had a platform like her when it comes to something like this because more people would be able to hear me talk. So, and I even asked these two when I asked her other friends, like, why do people need to hear celebrities' voices on this? And Tiff, I swear she is like the goddess of wisdom here. She... (laughs) She just, she basically made it out to be that people are scared and they they need to hear basically something from these people that they look up to. And a lot of people have been calling shit out cuz like I think at one point people were like why hasn't Jay-Z said anything? Why hasn't this person said anything? Like people were coming for him. And I still don't know if Jay-Z has said anything. He, Honestly, you know, I don't care. He was care. actually doing work. He um he was talking to the governor. Yeah, he was talking to the governor. Yeah, that's right. why he didn't say anything. But he did post then, about it. Yeah, he, he did. did. He convinced the governor to hand over the case to the district attorney. Correct. Okay. So And the district attorney can upgrade those charges because yeah. the charges are, are set pretty low. So that's what he was doing the whole time. But go ahead, Alexis. I, I didn't know about that, but... um, but the way Tiff described it to me was that people are scared and they just need to hear what people who they look up to, you know, what their stance is and it helps them chill out a little bit. It's not verbatim what she said, but that's how I remember her saying it. (laughs) Now, Brandy Rhodes is in a position where she is a black woman who is co-owner of a company that is only a year old, but people know about in the wrestling world, mm-hmm. which is already kind of, and I'm not even going call it, to call it a, a main promotion. I'm going to still call it an indie promotion, which is a really big fucking deal because a lot of times it takes indie promotions forever to gain traction or get the big fan base that AEW has. That's the true. Fact that, 
the fact that you set up there and you didn't say anything at first, which I understand because a lot of people, I try to give people a lot of leeway when it came to that because maybe people are trying to think of like they're angry, they don't want to come out because they're worried that they're going to come out looking like stereotypical angry black person and that's not going to help the cause at all. And if it's like people like me where it's just like, okay, I need to make sure what I say doesn't piss off anybody because I don't want it to piss off anybody because no, we emotions are high right now. So I could say something and someone might take it the wrong way. It could be, it could be something stupid. You know what I mean? The, the fact that she waited for so long, then gave this bullshit answer. And then when a friend of ours called her out on it, bitch put him in her Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. And her fans were coming after our friend. You guys may know him, AT2 for real. He was on the show. Mm-hmm. He made a comment to her, which I don't think it was off at all what he was saying mm-hmm. because if if you're listening, man, you were speaking straight facts. And I was like, get her, fucking get her, drag her, get her, get her, get her. And she was just like the way she reacted was like a middle schooler. Like taking screenshots of the comments and be like, oh, people are, are people are coming for me today, and then putting them in your Instagram stories like the like a little bitch. I'm just like, really? Like That's, you? That, I did not know she put them in her he, stories. She put his. I know. Oh, That's why I don't understand why nobody else noticed it. Cause I don't ever notice nothing first. Well, I don't, I don't follow, <laughs> I don't follow Brandy enough, and I, the only thing I knew was that AT2 sent the message in the chat and said she responded, and what she said was, hold on a second, are you okay? What happened? Okay. Um, I did not notice it until he sent the, the screenshots in the group chat. So anything else outside of that, I don't follow Brandy. I don't, me and Brandy don't have anything in common. It has nothing to do with her being whitewashed or being married to Cody because I give two fucks about that. It's just that I, me and Bi- I don't vibe with the Brandy that I see. What I'm being shown and what's being presented is not something that I would regularly kick it with. So I don't follow her. I don't want to follow her. I don't need to know and I don't care. So I didn't see anything until Dre told us what what she posted. And I was just like, oh, so she responded. And she went, what killed me was that she went and she looked at his page and saw what he did. And then she responded to him. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, you took the time to figure out what he did and who he was so you can have a response to attack him with. And it was just like, you did all that legwork to respond to his tweet, to his message, but you couldn't do half that work to get the message across about George Floyd. Okay. I don't like her. She can go... She and her little Fashion Nova clothes can go fuck herself. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) And while you're at it, get that stupid-ass tattoo off your husband's neck. It's not setting a good look. No. That's all Uh-oh. I got. To say. It's just like once you once you go in, I don't care who you are. 
once you go in on my friend and then you act like the little spoiled bitch in junior high who doesn't get her way so she's gonna post shit on social media and you and you're just like oh well tomorrow's another day like you're you're trying to get sympathy and people were buying it but people at the same time weren't fucking buying it because people could see right through that bullshit and i i'm just, just so disgusted with her like you are not fucking classy like at all like no um oh. nicole what what do you think um i think a lot so the first thing is <laughs> um i do understand her pain and her hurt or it comes to her not feeling accepted by her own people mm-hmm. um, for being quote unquote a certain type of way. I know I've talked about this before, but um, I grew up, I wasn't very sheltered, but I was taught to, I was taught to be educated. Even if I mm-hmm. wasn't because I was younger, I was taught to be educated because I was always taught you have to be you have to hold yourself in a different way or you're not going to get the respect that you deserve. You probably won't get it anyway because not only are you black, you black you're black, but you're also a black woman. So you mm-hmm. have to be even 10 times more behaving together. So I've always been mature for my age and I've always ha- like held myself up to like a certain standard. And um, just just how I will present myself. So, and also on top of that, I went to private school for majority of my adolescent life. And surprise, surprise, um, it was literally only me and probably two other black kids that I went to school with. So I was taught by others how I talked white, I acted white, I whatever. And this happened for years. And I'm 30. And that happened for a majority of the life that I've lived so far. So I understand her pain and her hurt when it comes to that. But at the same time, I have never let what a couple people have told me deter me from my people if that makes sense you can't just like work that's why I said earlier like not all not every cop is a piece of shit racist I agree not all black people who say those hurtful things to you speak for everyone and I didn't, I wasn't in her AW Heels um, Zoom because I was busy that night. But um, this girl that I interact with and I speak on my, our women's, do this Women's Wednesday, Maria, she was in it. I guess she talked to, touched on a little bit with it there too. And obviously this is the week before. So mm-hmm. I just think it's a weird how she how she phrased that because she made it seem like no one supports her who is black where I can name quite a few I was I was one of them um Terry who we did a recording with who has met with her multiple times 
and he and him and like the other um usually black fans that are with them they tell her you know like you know you're doing awesome like you're really putting it out there and then he also expressed so we were talking about that how that line also threw him off because he was like he's like i know every time i see you i always try to make sure we know we're out here supporting you so he also was very taken aback by that so i thought that was very strange for her to generalize all those people and then it also kind of makes me look at a side eye so there's just like quite a few people in the AEW community who are very known because they are everything wonderful peaches and cream 24 7 all the time and are basically kiss asses Mm -hmm. and um very they're low-key like very pick me type of people um like blonde Barbie tears crying when someone disagrees with them about something. And she's always so quick to jump to their defense and jump in their comments and support them. But I don't see her do that for any, some, someone else from a different race who might also be getting some of that. Obviously these all, all these, these women that I'm talking about all have something in common. They're all white women. Mm. so that's also something that I kind of look at I was kind of and this is before this happened I also kind of looked that was something that I thought was very weird or that's something that just like popped in my mind that I was like had a little bit of concerns about so I do understand that Um, also her using Viola Davis like Viola Davis does not know who you are like stop it um (laughs) It was, and I hate putting it this way, it was very self-serving, and it was very, um, a very pick-me mentality, and it was very a pity party when it shouldn't be like that. Like I said, I do understand where she's coming from and her pain, and that is a converse, like her, like her issues Mm -hmm. is something that needs to be talked about. Because this doesn't happen, and I think Brandy needs to, and I'll get into this a little bit, um, Brandy is not the first black woman to date a white man. Exactly. And I'm not, and be married to him. Um, and get called names. Um, True. It happened with Iman. Um, Serena. Serena, yep. all day, all day, all night. You know how they were calling her every type of Benwick. Yes, they were. Bitch, whatever. Yep. Forever. Really? Yes. They've taught, they've t- it's toned down a little bit over the past, like, I think, like, over a year. But mm-hmm. when she first got with him, and the, once they realized, like, they were engaged, and when she was pregnant, pregnant? she got called every. W- name in the book you can think of. It was of. during Don't... her pregnancy where it was really bad. Yeah. While she was pregnant it was really bad. Yeah and it was worse when she was pregnant. So mm-hmm. I also don't understand why she's like in this. It seems like she's in men- this mentality that she thinks she's the first one to um, deal with something like that. Hell, um, Bret Hart's wife. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Ember, Ember Moon has um, a white spouse. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. he's not white, but, um, Sasha Banks, her husband is a different ethnicity than her. 
Um, I can't think of anybody else on the top of my head who has. Well, Charlotte's, um, Charlotte's dating Andrade. He's Hispanic. Yeah. You know? And they had a language barrier. Um, also, if you look at, let me think, Jordan Grace and her fiance, yeah. which also, mm-hmm. I, we, I forgot to shout out, um, shout out to Jordan Grace because she was really been very vocal as well. And I low-key expected her to because she has a black fiance, but she mm-hmm. was doing, going above and beyond. So um, literally shout out to her for that. She's She's the only... Uh, women's champion at that company, in my opinion. But that's besides the point. Ooh, um, I think, <laughs> so again, that conversation with how she is treated because of who she's, and I think it's not just stemming, and I think she also kind of, it's not just because she's married to, it's not just because she's married to a white man, it's also because she's married to Cody Rhodes, who is, um, a rose. Um, in my opinion, I think honestly, if Dusty was here for a little bit longer, I don't think it would be as bad as it is. Because he would be the one who would nip a lot of, of this shit in a bud with people. And Cody does not know how to vocalize that. And I feel like his father would have. So yeah. I think a lot of this, like this bullshit that she's getting wouldn't happen if Dusty was around a little bit longer to deter some of this. Um, I think, and also this might sound insensitive, I think she has a lot of issues with her um, blackness and her ethnicity that she has to probably talk to someone about, to be completely honest. Because oh. what the vibe I was getting from it, like she seemed she seemed very angry that she had to speak about this. Like she felt like very put on and felt bothered that she had to speak about a black issue because she felt like she wasn't welcomed and wasn't protected enough within her community to do so. Which I do understand to, again, to a certain extent, but I would never let however I feel deter me because this is bigger than what I'm feeling. She, if her and Cody have children one day, Again, Cody is not all Caucasian, even though he never talks about it. He is part Cuban, and he also does, he is, has a, when he allows himself, he does have a darker complexion, and Brandy is a dark-skinned black woman. Um, They will most likely have a brown baby. Obviously, we don't know, because, you know, genetics are funky, but let's Mm -hmm. say, like, they have a brown child. What if they have a brown child who is also a man? You have to think about, you kind of have to look outside yourself with this, especially what's going on, about it's bigger than you, and then you also have to think about how this may potentially affect your future. Correct. And the future of those that you know. So that's why I felt like if she didn't feel it in her spirit, to say anything then she never should have said anything 
And I know she was like, well, people were bothering me. And I do understand that because I even tweeted them. I was like, how come no one has said anything? Right. I wish I didn't because I wish I did not have to listen or read or any of that bullshit Mm -hmm. because it was just not it. So, and the fact that she still has it. So I think she has a lot of issues with um, who she is internally that she really needs to talk to someone about. I think um, she needs to start reaching out to um, any, I don't know, like any groups that that deal with um, black women who are in interracial relationships, um, especially mm-hmm. um, white um, black women who are dating or married to white men or white women or whatever in general, um, mm-hmm. especially those who are in um, especially those who have come from money or dealing with money. And that's also goes on to my second part of this. And this is also going to sound unpopular. And a, when I was talking about this slightly in the, on, I think it was Saturday, a lot of people didn't really think about this. When s- certain black folks get a certain amount of money and Amen. are able to raise themselves in a different tax bracket, they are mm-hmm. able to block a certain amount of social black issues that they yep. don't have to deal with. Yeah. So that's this is also true. another thing people have to cut that um that also goes into what Brandy's statement. She doesn't want to acknowledge it and she can block herself from it because of what she is because of the affluence that her family, including her, has. Until it her happens to her. Family. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to get there. So, <laughs> so she can, saying. like, block she can block that out, and we see this with anyone. We see this with Little Wayne. Yep. Kanye West. Yep. Um, shit, Stacey Dash. Yep. Um, there's quite a few people, are still unfortunately have to claim them that are that can remove themselves and even the people who are higher up think about Tyler Perry the Oprah's they are so they can completely remove themselves from what it's like to be an average black person in America because their tax bracket protects them in a way that it doesn't us Mm-hmm. And a lot of these black celebrities, a lot of people don't like to hear it. They see themselves being rich before they see themselves being black. Amen. I'm not saying Brandy does. I don't know. But that's how it sounds to me. But that's what it. That's what it's kind of encompassing, and it's mm-hmm. very unfortunate to me because I feel like that's some. That's like a lot of deep rooted issues that I think that she really needs to talk to someone about or like be in a group or something because it's not she's not going to and I don't want this for anyone I don't think until unless she like reaches out or someone really sits down with her I don't no offense to her parents but she's an auntie or someone really needs to sit her down and talk about why she is so why she has so much animosity toward is why it seem why it seems I don't want to say she does why it why does it seem like she has so much animosity towards her own race? 
because that's what it's getting that's what it looks like mm-hmm. that's what it looks like and that's what it's starting to sound like mm-hmm. so and I don't and it's unfortunate because whether she likes it or not she is a black woman she is a black woman who holds a high position and not in a wrestling company, not only just a wrestling company, a company in America, you have to uphold yourself. You might not like it, but that's what it is. Unfortunately, us being who we are, this is the burden that we are born with, with being black. It sucks. It fucking sucks. I get it. But at the same time, you have to hold yourself so because you are a representation of us so what does it look like that someone who's supposed to be a representation of us doesn't want to represent us and makes us look like we have chain links missing which we do but we're not going to prosper and move forward until all fucking all of the links are paying attention to each other and link up so <clears throat> she has to she has to remove herself and look beyond what she's sheltering herself because it's she's sheltering herself so she doesn't have to deal with that. Wow. But God forbid something happens to Cody or you guys end up again, God forbid you guys break up, you're just gonna be another black bitch. Mm-mm. And no one's gonna care. And I don't want to make it sound like that, but that's how those fans that you're that you you guys pander to, that's how they're going to treat you, and that's how they're going to talk to you. That's true. So, and it's all of this was very unfortunate because I really looked up to Brandy at a certain extent because of what I felt of what the promise that she had. Because I'm like, if she can do that, I can do that. And I think she also has to realize that too. All the all the little brown girls and boys and people who are different are looking at her. Oh, she can she can do that. I can do that. Mm-hmm. She has to realize that. I think she needs someone and Cody's in that same fucking boat. I don't know how old they are, but they're too old for this. Both of them. You have to be more you have to be more morally responsible that's what i just need to say you need to be more morally responsible and aware of what you are and what you can do and you need to hold yourself accountable and in a better standard than what you're showing me so um i'm just going to and then i'm going to finish off so brandy I want you to succeed, but until you get this together, I can't rock with you. Um, I don't want no one, to, um, to be completely honest, I don't want to see shit for Black History Month from anybody at that company. Nothing. I don't want to see a fucking special pay-per-view. I don't want to see nothing all fucking month. And I'm dead serious. I don't. I don't want to see nothing for Black History Month. I better not see nothing for fucking Pride either. 
because mm. y'all didn't do shit when Nyla Rose was getting drugged through the fucking mud. Fast. But everyone over there, you're supposed to be the alternative. You're supposed to be something different, but you're just looking like the same shit, but different people. It's a, it's the same. It's a similar show, just different cast members, and that's what it's starting to really, really look like. So again, don't say you want to walk the talk, but you're not doing it. So again, Brandy. I really want you to look in the mirror and realize what don't you like about yourself. And you really need to do some soul searching because <clears throat> I have ne- I haven't been this disappointed in a black woman and I don't even God knows how long. And it's sad because I'm used to black men letting me down, not usually women. And that's the sad part. I lost you because there was like a lot of background noise. I couldn't hear you. Fine. Um, But no, I'm just, Brandy, I need you to do some soul searching and figure out how you want to present yourself. And if you want to just cater to that portion of your fan base because you feel like they actually care and value you. I want you to really rethink that and not let a bunch of people who are trying to shame you for how you present yourself and how, who, and what kind or what ethnicity that you married into when that doesn't speak for all of the people who look like you support you. So don't use that as an excuse to try to disband yourself from that part of you. So get it together. Not not for just not for us, for you, for your potential children if you ever have one because you won't be able to usher raise that kid properly if you don't even love the skin that you're in. Because it sounds like you don't. And that's very unfortunate. And you're too... You're at... You're too... Not only are you too old, you're not old, but you're old enough and you're in a position that you should love the skin that you're in. And I don't think you do. And hopefully you take the time to figure this out and figure that out. That's all I gotta say. Well, I'll, I'll finish out. Yeah, I'll I'll admit it. I am one of those people who um, talks about Brandy's hair and I talk about Brandy's clothes. It has nothing to do with her being black. I talk about everybody's clothes and hair. One thing Brandy has to stop doing is letting other people tell her who she's supposed to be. Who walks in your shoes every day? Who who walks in your skin every day? You don't let anybody tell you who you should and shouldn't be. First of all, black varies. It's a spectrum. You can't just have one way of a person being black. I'm black. Nicole's black. We all know that Alexis is an ally and she understands black culture as much as she can. What she doesn't understand, she acts about We all come from different walks of life. We're not trying 
to be anything but who we are. I don't understand. I don't understand how you could take that and put that into what's happening now. That came off it to me as very selfish. And even though I understand your struggle, your struggle is not what's on the carpet right now. That issue could be dealt, like Nicole said. You can go get help for that. I'm sorry. I'm not going to have any sympathy for you on this one. I understand your plight, but no. You should have known better. Like I said before, you could have just put hashtag George Floyd, justice for George Floyd, and left it at that. You decided to take it a step further. And then when you say you're getting attacked and bullied, you knowingly and consciously use those very same tactics that other people do to you against people who are sending messages to you to say, hey, maybe this wasn't the right thing to say. Maybe you should have came at this a different way. No, you decided to put them on blast in your stories because you knew you knew that your followers were going to go and attack them. Let it go. And the next time something like this happens, don't don't go on social media and make yourself out to be some martyr. Like you're you're taking a stand. Now wasn't the time to take that stand. That that was that was stupid. It was stupid. Just get it together. Just get it together because we, we don't have time. And you wasted an opportunity. You could have done a lot better with the platform. You have millions of people following you. And the only thing people want is to hear you support it. That was it. I just wish you would just would have thought this through. That's all. So... Good luck to you is all I can say. And I hope it was worth it. Because you I you lost a lot of respect from me. I just I was disappointed. Period. Well, folks, that's all we got. We don't have no more. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to the end. I know this was a very difficult topic for some of you. Some of you may agree with us and some of you may not agree with us. And that is okay. I am not one to judge, but I just want you to be open minded and to hear us out. Maybe you can have at least some understanding, even if you disagree. Um. I would hope that this episode would have changed someone's mind or at least given them the insight to understand where some people are coming from, especially me and Nicole. Um, We appreciate all the wrestlers who spoke out and who have been very vocal on social media as well as protesting or donating or just being a part of the cause. Um, And I really want to say a special thank you to Alexis because Alexis is trying and she is more than willing to understand and she's very very sympathetic and empathetic to our feelings and she just wants it to end she wants everyone to be equal and I can appreciate that and she's a very good friend of mine and Nicole's and I really really just wanted to give her a shout out for just being a good friend and not not 
and not bucking against the grain, but understanding that there is a problem here and really, 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 truly being there for both of us. You couldn't ask for a better friend in Alexis. So shout out to her. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count. If you want to voice your opinion about it, whether it's on our side or against it, I'm willing to listen. And then I'll give you my rebuttal. (laughs) Please send us a message on Anchor. If you are listening to us on Anchor, you can send us messages on Instagram and Facebook. I mean, and Twitter, I'm sorry, as well. We don't have a Facebook, by the way. You can send us a message on Instagram and Twitter. We'll be more than willing to listen. And we may even feature you in our next episode if you do. So if you want us to continue that conversation, please do message us and let us know. If not, if you have any other topics that you want us to discuss that are wrestling related or outside of wrestling, please send us a message and let us know. You have all the ways you can hit us up and we will see you guys in our next episode. Peace.